Hello, fellow riders. It's your host, Rusty James. It is Tuesday, October 31st, 2017, and this is The Ride. Hey, my friends. I was just thinking it's pretty cool that I get to talk to you today. I think you're going to find out it's a good thing that we had a chance to, to talk today. Why? Well, I was just realizing how many people can actually hear this if exposed to this podcast. It's amazing. And to think how little effort it takes on my part to get it out there, it doesn't take much thinking and intellectual prowess to make it happen because there's all these things in place. I've got my cell phone, which is more powerful than the, the most powerful computers that existed 20 years ago. It's in my hand. I'm able to speak into it and it can record stuff. And then it connects with the cloud into this big network of information. And this actual sound recording is kept in a large database. And I can download that audio and edit it with software that 20 years ago didn't even exist. Well, maybe 30 years ago. And I can quickly edit that thing and then put it back out in the cloud, and then all of the infrastructure is out there for anyone to get to it, whether it's iTunes or SoundCloud or Facebook or Twitter, whatever it is, it's out there. And I thought, that's pretty awesome that we have that capability. You do too. This day and age, I'm realizing that messages can be put out there so easy. You know this. You may have favorite YouTube stars and channels that you follow, or blogs, or vlogs, or Twitter feeds. You know, whatever it is, there's information out there, and, and it's so easy to get it out there. I have to wonder, what's the value? Looking at it like an economist would, there's a market out there. There's a market of ideas. And what are you in the market for? Because you are an idea receiver and you are an idea sender. What are you in the market to do? Are you in the market to just receive messages and kind of be a consumer of what the marketplace wants to sell you? There's nothing wrong with consuming content. You have to be selective though. You need to watch what comes in to your vision. Be alert. And it's not just images into your vision, but thoughts that you ruminate over. You know, you really are in charge of your own mind. It's your choice. What you think on, what you dwell on, what you meditate on, it's your choice. You don't have to be captive that captive audience better yet I'd say it would be wise for you to ingest good things the Bible says think on these things think on the good things but not just do that you need to be a sender of information now I'm not saying everybody needs to have a podcast and blast it out to the world but you could Maybe your deal is encouraging your family because encouragement 
is so lacking in this world today? Why do you think so many people glom on to these motivational speakers? Whether they be Christian ease or financial ease, whatever language they're speaking, if they give you that good feeling, a lot of people will glom onto it. You know what? You need to be someone who encourages people. Straight up. You need to be one who encourages people. Not only do you feel good, but they will feel good, and you'll get an honor and respect. If, if you do this thing right, and it's not you don't fake it, you actually see them the way God sees them. That's all it takes. And all of a sudden, now you are putting into the environment something good. You know, we could complain about what's out there, what's out there for our kids, whatever. It's just nothing but evil. All right, well, counteract it. Get some good out there, and you're the one who's going to put it out there. Not just you, but God working through you. Yesterday, I, I had a long work day, and I wanted to hang out with my family and uh, spent a little bit of time with my wife, and I spent some time with my daughter, and then I went to talk with my son just to hang out, and he was playing a video game, and you parents probably know this, or you gamers know this too, you can get stuck in a game in like a competitive mode for a while. I mean, he was playing and had to keep playing with his team, I don't know, for about an hour. Just as a side note, parents, if your teens are doing this, I highly, highly encourage you, here's my encouragement to you, (laughs) to make sure that there's a limit. There must be a limit. I know you gamers are probably hating to hear this, but there must be a limit to how much of the game you play a day. Why? Gamers, you're going to have to listen to me and trust me in this. The amount of dopamine that is being pumped out of your brain while you're playing those games is staggering. I can't medically prove it, but I know it from experience, and I know the addictive qualities of it. Now, I'm not saying it's bad. I mean, sex is addictive, and sex is not bad if it's done right, okay? But if there's not a limit, what will happen, I believe this is true, and I, from experience I can tell you it happened for me, um, and I believe this is true just from a physiological standpoint. If you overload your brain with this uh, dopamine, it's stress relieving, I get it, it feels good, I get it, you feel like you can conquer the world, I get it, but if you overload on that, the rest of life will lose its flavor. It's like having an overload of seasoning in a in your food. Over time, you start needing more seasoning until the normal stuff that would have tasted good normally, it tastes bland. And life can be bland if you're overloading on this stuff. I, that's just a nugget. My encouragement to you is moderation. Ensure that your kids are doing stuff like this in moderation. Although the teenager might fight it, you are in charge of your home. It's your home. And there should be rules set up, and there should be an understanding that the rules ought to be followed. 
be firm, be loving, and do not speak in anger, parents, but be firm. It will go well. And maybe part of the thing is, is explain to them why. And I know they probably won't want to hear the why. I get it. In my case, I'll tell you the why. Why do I encourage you to limit your time on the game? Because I care about you, my child. I care about you having a fulfilling life. I care about the relationships that you have and how they might be hampered if you overdo on the games. You can, you can remind them that you are aware of the impact they have because of the impact it might have had on you, on your life. So anyway, that was, I just kind of went off on a tangent there, didn't I? That's okay. But when I went to speak to my son, I was thinking in my mind, you know, I, I really, really, really hope he didn't play games all day. It turned out that he hadn't. He'd done a lot of, uh, well, at least he told me that he did a lot of other things other than gaming. Like he installed a bunch of stuff and was doing a lot of research online. But I asked him, how did you change the world today? Do I ask him that a lot? No, it might have been the first time. I was kind of looking at it like we were talking about before. Are we putting things out into the marketplace or are we just absorbing what the marketplace is shoving at us? I want my kids to be thinking about how they can make their impact. Each of them will make an impact. You will make an impact as well. And if you're a parent, your kids will make impacts into their world. It might be a, a small circle of impact. It might be a large circle of impact, but it will be an impact. And that's one of the things about being a parent. I feel that responsibility at times about making sure that my kids are making the right kind of impact. Ultimately, they're the ones who are going to make the decision on how the impact happens. But I have this awesome, awesome privilege to be a person that can make my impact through them. Because I make my impact to them and then they are somewhat formed and make their impact. So what are we putting into the world today? Because I really, really, really don't want us to just be consumers we need to be producers. We need to be producing the good that the world needs. And it starts in your home. Coming home last night, I was beat. I was tired, long day. And there are some days that I just don't want to give out because I don't have much energy to give out. But I have found that you don't have to become an entertainer and give out in that way. You simply have to be there and listen. Sure, there's a little bit of energy it takes to listen to someone, but it's amazing how that changes somebody. Do you know how empowering that is just to listen to someone? I mean, really, we all want to be heard, don't we? That's the one kind of bad thing about the podcast is I can't hear you. In a weird sense, you guys are helping me out because you're hearing me. And I want to be heard. At the start of the podcast today, I had this feeling that I wanted to pray with you. And I wasn't really sure what about. And I'm still not sure what about. But I know we're going to pray together right now. And uh, I think I, I mentioned a couple of things that I think are good for us all to do. And that is to 
put what we have within us and put it out. Be producers of good. We don't want to consume the bad that's out there, but we want to produce the good. And the light will overcome the evil in our marketplace. But we want to be encouragers. We want to be encouragers, and we want to be those who listen. How can we encourage somebody unless we know what it is they need encouragement in? True, we have the Holy Spirit within us, so we have wisdom that comes from God to help us to encourage when we don't even know what they're going through. We have that. But isn't it good to hear somebody and to just hear what's important to them? And it's good for them to be heard. So I want us to pray today. I don't know if you knew this, but you need prayer today. I need prayer today. We need it. Like we need air. (laughs) So let's go before our Heavenly Father. And I want you to know that if you don't have somebody that you can pray with, or very often, I guarantee if you pull up the Ride podcast, more times than not, we'll be praying at some point. Many times we just need a point of contact with someone who has a similar desire, and that's just to reach the heart of God. So that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to reach the heart of God. We're actually going to speak, whether we're using words or just our heart. We're going to communicate with God, the one who created all things. This is a profound thing. Let's go before our Lord. Lord God, the creator of all things that we can see and that we can't even see. Lord, you spoke and worlds were created. It's an amazing thing, and yet I know you're there hearing us right now. Today, Lord, we don't know all the answers, but I feel, Lord, we have enough answers to make it through our day. And that's because you've provided them. You've given us your word. But today we need some help, I think. Lord, we need to be able to be encouragers and be those who listen to others. And sometimes that doesn't come easy. Help us hear those who are hurting and help us offer the appropriate help, the kind of help that can make changes in their life, the kind of help that you have poured out on us to help us to see. For those who are going through physical situations, physical needs, illnesses, I speak against that illness, whatever it is, in Jesus' name. I speak to the, to the body that's going through pain, and I say, be well, be healed in the name of Christ. I speak to hearts that are broken, that have experienced loss, or disappointment. And I speak to hearts and I say, be whole and be quick to forgive and be quick to not hold a grudge and be quick to receive what God has, the healing comfort of the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit today. I speak to those who are enduring stress in the workplace or in the school, those who are being bullied or mistreated whether at school or in the workplace. Lord, I pray that your peace will flood over them and that they will recognize that you are still with them and that you offer them a way out of that situation. Maybe it's just a mindset thing where 
the mind needs to release the past hurts and grab on to what God you have for them. Lord, give us courage through this time. For those of us who have teenagers, Lord, I pray that you give us patience and long-suffering while we hear our kids, really hear them. Remind us, Lord, that we were once going through what they're going through. Help us love them the way that you love us. And Lord, those of us who have elderly parents and we're going through that phase of life, we need your help and guidance to know what to do. We love our parents, but many times we don't know what to do. How do, how do we do what we need to do? Lord, give us wisdom. And if we're a young family starting out and we don't know which way is up and this whole marriage thing is new and, and I thought it was supposed to be easier than this and it seems to be hard, Lord, remind us that you're always with us and that you've given us the ability to love unconditionally just like you've done for us. Help us to be sacrificial with our love and prefer the other person. And Lord, as we walk each day with you in the lead, help us to remain in your way. Help us to remain within earshot so we can always hear your words. The words that really pertain right to our situation. Help us to hear. And so, Lord, because we know we can talk to you like this, anytime, anytime, I feel encouraged. I feel like I can conquer the world because what you've put inside of us has already conquered the world. Thank you for giving us the kind of power that can change the world around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for just settling down your heart, taking a deep breath for the day at hand. Lord, you are good. And I know I can always find you in your word. So I will stay there and I will live in peace. And I will pray for those who persecute me. And I will keep my mind on you so that I can put your thoughts out into the environment into the marketplace and that I can hear other people when they're in need and I can minister to them just by being Jesus to them in the moment. I thank you, Lord, that you've empowered every single one of us and thank you, Lord, for giving us the ability to be ambassadors of the kingdom of God in the world today. And my friends, I will see you on the flip.